After Dark is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature and mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Down. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Uh, yes, welcome back to uh, this episode. What is it? 16 of, of Series 2 of Diz After Dark. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. And, and who else do we have with us today? Uh, I'm Craig. Hey, Craig. And I'm Michelle. Yeah, oh, it's a full house today. Yeah, the pub is heaving. Yeah. Yeah, any, yeah, we weren't showing the football. They must have come in after that. It's a cue to the toilet. That would be it. That would be it. Oh. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's start as we mean to go on. What are we drinking? Nick, go ahead. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I was go- I was actually legitimately looking for something with a Disney connection today, um, but then there was a drink I've been looking to try for the last few weeks, which suddenly reared its head. Um, so I'm trying a Carling British Cider cherry flavour. Now, before anyone points out, just because it's cherry doesn't mean it can't be cider because, you know, traditionally apples and all that kind of stuff, but it is what it is and that's what it is. Yeah, good ah, cheers. I like cherry cider. Yeah, yeah. Right, what you on then, Paul? So I got a theme park connection, but it's not Disney, I'm afraid. It's a universal connection. Oh, okay. It's a Voldemort connection. I've got a bottle of Bateman's Dark Lord. Oh. oh my god it, it could also be a Star Wars weekend connection mm. it could you yeah oh, that's, that oh damn it yeah I should have thought of that there we go Craig being a Liverpool fan I dread to ask what have you got it, tap water <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be drowning your sorrows I, I did that and that's why I was asleep <laughs> <laughs> so it's good old fashioned tap water for me. early start obviously Mm-hmm. Michelle, as, as, as acting completely sexist barmaid. <laughs> I have gone one more Craig's, higher than Craig's glass of water, and I've gone for a cup of uh, tea. Uh, <laughs> but there is a connection. Yeah, yeah. I was given the tea bag on Thursday evening at Trader Sam's by the Disneyland Hotel in California, by the podcasters Matt and Maria who do the Breakfast with the Brits podcast at their once yearly Disney meetup. So it's actually... Yeah, they, they do radio form, music-y type stuff and it was it was their tea bag I made my cup of tea with, so a very tenuous connection there. Excellent. She didn't even breathe then, did she? You didn't breathe then, Michelle? Sorry, I was too busy breathing then, love. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I've, I've looked for a Disney collection and the closest I could find, I've gone for 
and I've got eight bottles in front of me because they came in two four packs of Brahma Cerveja do Brasil. So I've Ooh. gone for apparently uh, from Rio a Brazilian lager, and I bought them in two packs of eight, and I've lined them up and I've put a little flag at the front. <laughs> Usually there's more than eight of them though. Yeah. I didn't want to go through like 16 or 32 in the course of recording a single podcast. That would get messy. <laughs> so, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, cheers. Uh, cheers. Okay. Well, let's go. What do we do now? Oh, yes. How do people contact the show? Oh, see, it's gone messy already. It's too many people started. in here. It's too crowded. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, if you want to contact us, you can visit our website at www.disafterdark.com. That's D-I-S-A-F-T-E-R-D-A-R-K.com. Or they can email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. And we Twitter at disafterdark. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash disafterdark. And we're on micechat.com. And Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, wherever else we happen to be. <sighs> Go on, Michelle. You can have a plug as well. I get a plug as well. You... Can I have the chin and the sink and the taps as well? Because I'm being a bit cheeky. <laughs> you could be incredibly cheeky. Because if I'd have said that, someone would have slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> I am from the Disney Dream Girls podcast, which before you might have heard me from the Minimixes, which is no longer anymore. I can be found on that there internet under www.disneydreamgirls.com. You can find our show in iTunes under the same name. You can find us on Twitter at Diz Dream Girls, and we're on Stitcher Radio as well. Uh, all of that. Fantastic. Uh, and yeah, well, Craig can be found in the same place as us, can't you, really? Because you do it all for us. Yeah. Chief, so- Chief Social Media Officer. <laughs> when I'm not a sleeping bag, he's drunk. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. You, you really are laying on your phone. Just, uh... I'm on a chair at the moment with a noose around me now. <laughs> ah, season's not over yet. <laughs> anyway, straight on with this bit. A view of the news with this after dark. Well, seemingly lots been happening. So, um, who's going to start us off? Yeah, I've actually got two bits of news this week. Well, you can go first. And as no one's spoken, I will. Yeah. Um, So, uh, since uh, our last show and uh, now, um, they have uh, launched the Spider-Man meet and greet at uh, Disney's uh, Paris Studios. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, just for our listeners, if you want to go back about this time last year, when I was at the shareholders meeting with uh, Philippe Gass, of course, also listens to this show. I suggested to him then that, you know, without doing any attractions um, to do Marvel characters, they should maybe do a meet and greet. I did suggest that. There is recorded evidence of that somewhere. I'll have to find that. But I'd just like to say that I think it's purely down to my suggestion this has even happened. And this show. I will claim it. Yep. Let's do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's opened up um, the Backlot Cafe adjacent to the Backlot Cafe. And uh, it, all it is really is a photo opportunity. It's only scheduled to be open from now until uh, the 19th of July. And whereabouts is the Backlot Cafe? Um, so it's on the way towards uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, okay. If it says correctly. Um, it's the last kind of eatery 
on the left hand um, side. Did that not yes. used to be where Remy? Remy's just before that. Okay. See, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the back block cafe is the last one in that row, but Remy's yeah. in that parade as well. So you're, yeah. it, it's around there. Um, but yeah, you can go there, and uh, the actual photo spot itself is actually pretty cool. You are um, your photo is taken as if it was on the, uh, the front page of the Daily Bugle, right. and Spider-Man kind of swinging through the city. So uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I suppose it sounds in a in a way a little bit similar to what they do with um, Thor for the, the Thor two movie, um, and um, yeah, it's there really just to plug the film, which is why it's only there for like a limited period. But it, to me, it kind of, although like I, I get it, it would make more sense to me if they just did it more permanently. They only count for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, maybe it's it's Sony stumping up the cash for it. I don't know. So, uh, so there you go. Mr. D, what have you noticed today? Well, <clears throat> it's not so much news, but. I was reading a bit about this new Four Seasons hotel that's going to open up in Walt Disney World this year. Right. And it's kind of interesting. It's in the, you know, the Golden Oak community. This is where all the millionaires live. Yes. So it's Ooh. actually on Disney property. And it's going to be quite a place, actually. Um, it's going to have a water park, a spa, lazy river, and you can have character breakfast. They're going to have character breakfasts in the hotel um, but it's a touch on the pricey side really a, a non-Disney hotel that's going to yeah is there so any, it's the, I don't think there's any precedence for that wow. yeah well there's I mean I guess um, Swan and Dolphin are yeah, they Disney hotels they're, they're aren't they yeah I suppose they're, they're kind of run as Disney hotels yeah. really aren't they you there's, can there's get no buses there's no character meeting groups in there, no? yeah oh. well there's there's going to be on on this one, it's going to be twice a week, um, but the Disney theming is going to be kept to a minimum. Um, however, it is a touch on the expensive side. Um, standard rooms are going to start from $645 per night, and that's excluding wow. tax. But the top floor royal suite with its nine bedrooms only costs, and it's a snip, at $12,000 a night. So I reckon we, I reckon we could have a whip round, 2016, days after dark, and we could rent one of those, one of those nine bedrooms. I'll start up a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Okay. For a live podcast. Okay. I've heard a worse idea. Oh dear. Go on then, Michelle. What? What? You, you've only just got back, so we're catching you on the hop there. You are, but something that did catch my attention is there's going to be, hopefully be some changes afoot over at Epcot because um, the chap who's been in charge of the Ratatouille attraction over in Paris, a guy called Tom Fitzgerald, is moving over to Florida and he's going to take on the creative direction of Epcot. Ooh. So I'm sort of wringing my hands and thinking, yes, we might get something else other than places opening late to drink and food. Um, so fingers crossed on that. I do know he's worked on other things over in Florida before, such as Star Tours and Soaring. So fingers crossed, yeah. something to attract me a little bit more at Epcot. It's funny you should mention Soaring. I heard, I heard about... 
filming of a new Soren movie. Did you guys pick up on that one? Oh, yes, they've, mm. they've had some some helicopters or whatever drones they're using in the sky over Florida. Yeah, over Disney World. So could be a new film. It needs it. I mean, I love Soren. It's great, but they need to do something with the I'd, the I'd, image, don't yeah. they? I'd, I'd needs like to be cleaned up. I'd like mm. to think that now they've got the technology to do a very Star Tours like, where you can, I mean, of any of the states of the United States of America, you could pick a random seven and soar over them. Mm. And, you know, how many potential do you get then? Oh, it's never yeah. the same ride twice. Mm. Ooh, That's a like good idea. Or, or the fact that it's also Epcot, you've got the rest of the country. Yeah. Are they going to include a bit of France when there's already a movie that includes flying over France and China yeah. and Canada? Canada! Oh, Canada. <laughs> um, I, love, I love that, uh, that, that film. <laughs> uh, dare I ask, Cray, have, have you had your eye on any news recently? I've had my eye on Steven Gerrard's last foot, and that's all I'm prepared to say on the matter. <laughs> this, could, this could be a very quiet night from Craig. <laughs> Uh, that, that, um, what, what did I notice? Well, Walt Disney have released a new video footage of the uh, the Ratatouille ride. We've mentioned that, mm. but also the walls have come down on the mine train. Mm. They have, and there's plenty of footage of that. So that's, I, we'll have to get someone who's actually been on that one. Mm. I wonder who we could ask. I don't know. Um, hmm. Does anyone reckon that Jim Hill bloke might know a thing or two about it? Mm, that's an idea. Yeah. Jim Hill probably knows somebody that knows somebody that. That's, we should yeah. have like a like a special red phone on the bar. It's the Jim Hill the Jim line. Jim Hill line. We'll, we'll, have yeah. to, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to ask him about it. Um, if he doesn't, yeah, if he doesn't know anything about it, you're right. He knows someone who knows someone who modelled for one of the dwarfs or something. Yes. Yeah. So we'll come into that. But uh, I. Lots of fast pass plus stuff going on. Yeah. Changes to that. I know people are probably getting a bit jaded, but it's causing a bit of excitement, I think. So you can now so you could book three fast pass pluses sixty days in advance if you were a Disney on site guest. But now when you get to the park, if you use your three fast pass pluses then you can use the kiosk and book another one. And then when you've used that, you can book another one. So that's a that's a recent change. Unlimited fast passes after your three, but you only ever have three at a time. Yeah. Mm. Does anyone realise that on May the 1st, Disney's Hollywood Studios is 25? They have, uh, they have been promoting it a little bit, yeah. There's a lot of merchandise, as they do with these events, yeah. you know, T-shirts and pins. Yeah. But oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> However, what what um, I, I, I love about these kind of things is, of course, all the merchandise relating to opening day 1989, of course, bears Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that's like uh, that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Which, is, it uh, got, I mean, is it got the big hat in it as well? The sorcerer's hat? Uh, well, yes. That wasn't there in 1989, was it? It definitely wasn't, no. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, um, I, I mean, the thing is, it's quite funny because I've been... Um, off topic, but um, I've been watching the WWE Network this week, and also submitting my wife to it. So I, I'm very, uh, very loved at the moment. But um, so, what'd you get on that then? Wrestling. 
Uh, Alright, um, I'm thinking Walt Disney, Walt W, w no, it wasn't making nah, sense. Right? That's WDI, and it's not WWF, because <laughs> it's not all about you imagine that? But one of, the, one of the shows they've got, it's a very sad program, actually. It's called Legends House, and basically it's Big Brother with old wrestlers, or old wrestling personalities. But all of them are... Yeah. <laughs> like the... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing from I Know Your History, it these goes... are American wrestlers. Oh, yes, yes. It's, it's, not, not, it's not like Kendo Nagasaki and Big Daddy. No. Well, All right. Uh, well, yeah. um, but their budget, obviously, for this show was obviously quite low. So they've all been given old T-shirts to wear. <laughs> and so, like, some of them are just like promo video game T-shirts from about five years ago. <laughs> but some of them have the old um, WWF logo on. And even though it's shown on their own network... They still have to blur out the WWF logo. <laughs> it always makes me laugh when they do because you can you can obviously tell what it is that they're blurring out. Yeah. You know, it's not inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I really would have preferred if um, if what Disney had done for this line of merchandise would have just had the MGM logo on there. Yeah. But just mm. kind of blurred it out a little bit so you could yeah. only just make it was what it was. Yeah. Hey Nick, I think I just hit on a fantastic idea there. A new concept. So WDWW, it's a new TV channel, and it's it's Disney characters wrestling each other. I like it. <laughs> People would pay money for that. Yeah, that is a license to print money, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, I think maybe once we've run out of ideas for, for segments in a few podcast time, we could end mm. up with the traditional. So who would win in a fight between? <laughs> Tigger and Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> um, on um. But earlier on, we made a, a small reference to Star Wars Weekends. Now, we don't obviously have those in Europe for Disney parks. Um, but has anyone been into a Disney store recently? No, because all the ones around us keep closing down. Which was going to be my next point, actually, <laughs> but you beat me to it. Um, but for those of us that still have Disney stores, even small ones, they've started to finally sell Star Wars merchandise in store. Ooh, okay. Now, it's kind of like, uh, at the moment, a... Uh, not temporary, but um, like a, a preview. So there's there's a few bits out, and if you go on the the Facebook page for Disney Store in the UK, there's an exclusive link at the moment where you can buy um, these 12 inch talking action figures that they're doing. Now, all this stuff is brand new, exclusive to Disney Store ranges. Yeah. Some of it does incorporate stuff you could buy elsewhere. But a lot of what they're trying to push at the moment is exclusive Disney Store stuff. So these 12-inch talking figures are Disney Store branded. Um, they're £20 UK. I'm not sure what they're going to be. Uh, US, probably about $30 now, what the exchange rate's like. Um, but a big actual launch is May the 4th weekend. So the Disney Channels already have uh, started doing uh, adverts promoting May the 4th be with you. And... Uh, and yeah, and so uh, the stuff officially launches in store, I think, from the 5th, maybe 6th. 6th is normally when they launch stuff on the website, so it could be the 6th. I'm trying to think where my nearest store is. Crawley. They Crawley. Shut, yeah. no, <laughs> Crawley, they no, shut down. Doesn't exist no, anymore. No, they it opened it up again. Is it the little pop-up store? Yeah, on the other side of the mall. Yes, closed again. Is it? Yeah. Oh, bummer. It's closing closed yet. Brighton's closing very shortly. I know it's closing soon, yeah. yeah. Blue water then, maybe. That'd be Blue Water or Oxford Street. <laughs> Blue Water being what? An hour drive from you? Yeah. At least? Yeah. yeah 50, 50 minutes. I drive past it every day. <laughs> there it is. 
Yeah. I don't, got... I, mean, I don't really get what they're doing with the stores and the closures, but... Yeah. yeah. I think, I think having, you know, a seven foot high, you know, real life, Dave Prowse, Darth Vader in a Disney store, that would be, that would be fun to watch. All little kids coming in. Yeah. And there's Darth Vader with his lightsaber. How many kids would not, how many kids would go in and go, but Star Wars, not Disney. And does, I mean, does, is it common knowledge with everyone that Star Wars is owned by, you know, the Lucas, Lucas film is owned by Disney? Well, yeah. it will be when the next film comes out. Yeah. Let's be honest. And I, I mean, the thing is as well, we've got to remember is that there's uh, a new series launching, um, I think before the end of this year, called Star Wars Rebels. Which is going to be the first Disney XD um, Star Wars animated cartoon. Oh, sorry, I, I, I was expecting a pack of um, different chocolates called Star Wars Rebels. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a time waiting to happen. Yeah. Why have they never done that? With dark chocolate and white chocolate, yeah. the dark side of the Force and uh, the and the good side. I'm Star Wars that idea. Versus. You heard it here first. Yeah. Hey, we're, com- we're knocking out of the park here. I expect a call from Disney Marketing any day now. The <laughs> ideas that we generate on this podcast. Oh, you've already want- come up with the Spider-Man meet and greet night. Yeah. Well, I, and you know, you've come up with uh, Walt Disney World Wrestling. So. Yeah. You know, um, just do we do people get paid for the amount of times we mention them? You know, obviously no. in the past, Tim Curry mentioned a lot. By the way, Mrs. Birthday, Happy Birthday, Tim Curry. Yeah. Showing all the still in place. Um, and then there's of course our big boomer voice of uh, Brian Blessed we mentioned him a lot David Prowse we mentioned him already once on the show and yeah. um, he's actually doing a Star Wars charity event just across the road from where I live yeah yeah not a lot of people know this but when I was a young lad I went to see Star Wars in Glasgow the Glasgow premiere of Star Wars and I got Dave Prowse's autograph well, how's, about that? how's about that then so would that be 1978 yeah, 77, uh, 77 I thought but yeah. 77 yeah. is when it came out uh, America but I'm pretty sure it was late was it 78, 78 yeah. over here okay yeah yeah if you want like useless facts let's out this branch on you now I still got the I still got two souvenir magazines that I got in the cinema that day wow mm-hmm. awesome I love stuff yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. oh dear Oh. Can I add something about the Star Wars merchandise? Please do. And I'm going to, to give a link and a shout out to another podcast because oh, it's, <laughs> it's covered really thoroughly on Inside the Magic all the goodies that you can buy, including the new range of Star Wars cups, Ooh. which no doubt we can get. We won't be able to get in the UK, but we can all try and get them here somehow. Yeah, give, and give him, yeah we'll let you give him a little plug because he needs some help. He went out to a, a special promo. And there's going to be things coming up on his podcast, which he will be explaining more about. So I'm, I'm not going to say any more than that. Have you talked to him into guesting on yours yet? Because he doesn't even respond to our emails, do you, Ricky? Um. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's because we refer to him as Ricky when we should refer to him as Richard Braganza. Oh, sir. <laughs> sir, yeah. I, so I, Richard, I, if you are listening, I hate to sort of. Names, but I did sort of ride Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, have dinner with him and went to Trader Sam's with him last week, but she... <laughs> Well, I heard, sorry. I which which, which leads us n- nicely into the interview with our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your guest? 
That'd be you this time, Michelle. Oh, oh so, it's Craig. Oh. oh, sorry, Craig. I've outdone done you, lad. <laughs> I think I'll, he's, I'll let it go. He's, he's, yeah, let it go. Just, just sitting there. Oh, no. Oh. It has well, to be a pop singer's version. <laughs> so, yeah, there's so many versions of that. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've had, can I just say that like, I've had a look at the uh, exclusive Tob Armin pub singer uh, track that come out yeah. on our feed. Yeah. And if it was 1989 and it was Stock Aikman Waterman, we'd have been in the top 40. Well, those guys aren't busy anymore, so we can get them involved. If we could put a little funky beat behind that, I'm telling you. I'm sure we could come up with something. Funky beat? Yeah. Yeah. Let me get Gloria Estefan on the phone. Eventually, the rhythm is going to get you. It is. Um, mm-hmm. I've just heard the taxi pull outside there. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has um, yeah. o- only because the uh, pub singer hasn't got a drummer to go badum tish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Someone ask her a question. Michelle. Yes. Tell us about your recent trip. Wow. You'll have to listen to my podcast, The Disney Dream Girls, to get the full review. That's two podcasts you've plugged. Yeah, no, shocking, isn't it? Um, give, us a, give us a teaser then. I can get. I can give you some teasers on some of the things I will be talking about, and some things that I won't, which I can share with you guys. Yay! Yay! Um, went to the Family Museum in San Francisco, which is utterly amazing. Um, there is just so much to do. You can quite easily spend the day there looking round. Take your tissues, the last room. If it does not make you cry, you have no heart. And you don't deserve to be called a Disney fan because it was like you just stand there and cry. And it's like, no matter how hard you think you are, you just you just can't. Craig knows a thing or two about crying at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the last room, that's the gift shop, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's where I got on my phone. Cry when you see the bill. How much? Actually, what? gift shop really let me down. I thought, oh, there'd be some amazing because they've got a Mary Blair exhibition at the moment. So I thought, oh, great, there'd be some really cool um, prints that you can buy or something like that. Yeah. And there were little tiny postcards of some of the lesser known, known work rather than the really well known ones. So they missed out on the trip there. They sell those cookbooks. Oh no, sorry, that's Mary Berry. So. <laughs> There's another taxi. I've just heard another taxi pull up. <laughs> yeah, it's mine to get the old. There's quite a few out there, no? Set us on the rank. Um, what else did I do? I then had six days in uh, Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure, which was. Did you stay on site? Good. Um, well, it's a bit different over there because. At Walt Disney World, there are all these mega perks because it's so hard to get to Walt Disney World unless you have a car, etc. Literally, the hotel I stayed at, I walked. It's literally over at road, so there was no point to pay $500 a night to stay in Grand Californian. I stayed at this place over at road, Tropicana, and just walked over the concourse, and I'm straight into security bag check, and then um, you've got a choice of which park to go to. Can I just ask, how much were the drinks there? Um, where? Oh, no. At the Tropicana, because they should be free. They should be. <laughs> Another taxi. Oh, <laughs> telegraph, that one. That was awesome. Taxi for Nick. 
I've just seen tumbleweed flow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be this here with comedy you. classic. Yeah, there was fun and sunshine enough for everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, seriously, um, with with the amount of time you were there, six days at the park, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I've I'm purely going from my knowledge of uh, Disneyland itself, which is via DVDs and park maps and the like, um, but it doesn't seem like somewhere that you would need to necessarily spend that um, amount of time because they're, they're not massive parks. Just um, out of you say that that was probably too long for the average person. I know you didn't have an average the time there. The views of Nick Soakdish are not necessarily those of the rest <laughs> of Disaster After Dark. Please don't be hating on us. Well, no, no the, the point, all I'm trying to say, it's like when people, say, you know, I have yeah. people turn around to me now yeah. and say, I'm thinking about going to Disneyland Paris. How long do you think I should go for? You know, shall I go for like seven days? No. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, I said, I know you had like a few extra things that the majority of people probably wouldn't have done on their trip there, but how was six days? Um, yeah, as you said, I did things that the average tourist wouldn't do. Like I sat for two and a half hours and sat with uh, an Imagineer and did an interview with her about her role in all the films she's been involved in from, you know, non-Disney films such as Ghostbusters to her work on Captain EO to Splash Mountain to Big Thunder. So that sort of took out, you know, doing my interviews took a big chunk. But... I imagine if you're the kind of person who gets there at rope drop and stays till they kick you out, you could quite comfortably do DCA in a day if you just wanted one ride on everything. Um, for Disneyland Park, I would say you're going to need probably a good two days. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is with um, DCA, uh, Disneyland itself is that at the moment, fireworks and Fantasmic and Big tea, uh, Mad Tea Party are only running at the weekends, Friday through Sunday. So for me, it was a bit of a shuffle round to make sure I saw those because Monday to Thursday, they're not on, right. which would have been a real catastrophe for me because I was only supposed to be in the parks Monday to Thursday. Right. Um, and you could have quite easily spent a whole evening... Um, watching Mad Tea Party because live music, entertainment, uh, dance party. And I mean, a dance party not like you'd get at Walt Disney World where little kids dance with the dogs that they bring out. You know, last year they had the Days of Summer and it was an autograph sign. This is actually for adults mm. rather than the little kiddie winkles, so it was really good. Um, but, yeah, I'd imagine you could do Disneyland probably two days, but I didn't do rope drop till close anyway so I took it at really leisurely space, meeting up with people, stopping and having some nice meals and just chilling really yeah. So, so what, what did you do that's not going to come out of your uh, Oh my heavens, uh, I suppose I could tell you about some drinking I did Hello yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. interested in that Seems I've heard a little rumour that um, there might be something similar to this reopening or opening in a new format over at Disney Springs. Uh-huh. I missed that out from the news, didn't I? Um, I spent an evening at Trader Sam's. Uh-huh. And Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar 
have a extensive cocktail menu where you can spend best part of 20 odd dollars on getting several different kinds of rum and fruit juices put in a take-home souvenir mug and get quite happily paralytic were you there with the other paul by any chance mr barry i went to his window to the magic meet um which he has every friday five till seven i called over for that meet and unfortunately got very poorly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, how that happens? Yeah. yeah you're very not nice throwing up, are you, in stereophonic sound? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't record the vomiting, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> it was a combination of a piranha pool and a heat lamp and the day where I hadn't had much to eat and I just felt really ill. I'm uh, guessing they're actually cocktails. Yeah. You weren't at some, like, James Bond villain's lair laying <laughs> under a heat lamp. <laughs> Yes, the concrete street is in a proper swimming tank and the bar staff throwing piranha. <laughs> Interesting enough, Mal, you mentioned <sighs> piranha because I'm going to digress here. On the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland, they have shoals of piranha in the Jungle Cruise, mm. which I thought was quite different since I was mentioning piranha pearls. Right. Um, but yes, um, Trader Sam's absolute fantastic fun. It's a very small inside bar area with a outdoor seating as well, some live music, and you can get things like a Krakatoa punch, which you can get in a souvenir mug or not, and it has lots of rum and grog and grenadine and it's red. So any hyperactive person would love that, just push them over the edge. I had a Krakatoa punch once. They told me not to insult him, but I couldn't help myself. Yeah, it goes on. Um, so, for the the person that's never been to Disneyland um, in California before, obviously we know that there are quite a few rides that are unique to those parts. So, what would you say is the, the most essential rides in each park oh, that, that are not available so in any other park? That is so difficult to do. Um, I'm going to go through a few. I can't just say one because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a big addition they've got over there is they've so they've got Toontown, where it, we had Mickey's Toontown Fair, mm-hmm. whole themed area. So there's Roger Rabbit Spin, mm-hmm. and believe it or not, I queued longer for Roger Rabbit Spin than I did on Radiator Springs Racer. Wow. Yeah. Um, I queued for an hour in the uh, line when I could have got a fast pass for 25 minutes, but I wanted the whole immersive-themed queue experience because a lot of the rides at Disneyland don't have the queue theming like we have over at Walt Disney World. Right. Um, so you can go around Two Town Fair, which is brilliant. They've obviously still got Snow White Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool and they've got a Pinocchio ride and Mr Toad oh Mr Toad's still there is it? yeah so that was quite good they have their infamous um, frozen meat with average queues of about two hours but everybody can go and see Olaf because he sits on top of a roof and he just sits there and it's a really cool animatronic. If you Google it, you'll find it on YouTube. And he sleeps and then he wakes up and he starts talking to the crowd and it's really cute. (laughs) Um, What else is there at Disneyland? That 
is a complete different Indiana Jones, which yes. is similar to Dinosaur, but it's themed around Indy, but it's been refurbed at the moment, so I didn't see that. Oh. There's Alice in Wonderland, which has been refurbed. Oh, the Matterhorn? Uh, Did you go on the Matterhorn? I went on the Matterhorn and I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Well, it's an old ride, isn't it? But it's... I was expecting it to be faster, to be quicker, to be more... You know, everyone said to me, oh, the Matterhorn, oh, it'll kill you, that it's really rough on your back and all this. Yeah. best bit about the Matterhorn is the macaroon you can buy from Jolly Holiday Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it is an amazing macaroon and worth going to Disneyland for. And uh, you are listening to Macaroon After Dark, your <laughs> Disney Macaroon <laughs> podcast. And while we're talking about fruit, food of some description... You, they have Mickey beignets in the park at the mint julep bar and you can get a non-alcoholic mint julep and I suppose if you're a bit crafty and you've snuck in a little miniature of uh, rum or vodka you can make it into an alcoholic mint julep not that I'm publicising that you do that in any shape or form well, we don't get on drinking on this podcast no. Look we at you by other people before or after <laughs> just by other people <laughs> Otherwise, um, outside of it's going down too easy. This time. I can't think of anything else in Disneyland. Really. Did you? Did, what did you think about Fantasmic compared to Disney World? Hmm. Okay, Fantasmic. I saw it for the first time on my first day in the park, and I also saw their fireworks spectacular. Remember dreams come true, and I watched Fantasmic first. Um, slightly different. You don't really have to get a, a viewing spot as early as you do in Walt Disney World. Like I turned up 15 minutes before the show and I got an acceptable viewing point. Um, and you stand. And I cried. It makes Walt Disney World seem appalling. It is the most amazing show. Um, the dragon effect is outstanding. Um, you have a lot more use of the waterways. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it is so much better. Yeah, well, yeah, I thought so. And, and in your six days, you obviously made it across to California Adventure. I did indeed, and I went in the single rider line for Radiator Springs Races, and it took about 35 minutes to get through the single rider queue, whereas the rest was about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's a brutal queue because there isn't much shade, so... Very hot, and the ride is stunning. Um, You do the internal part in the dark, and there's two routes you can obviously take. Now, I hadn't done any pre-trip watching of videos or anything, so I didn't know what to expect. Mm. But when it transferred from dark ride to the external part, I'd just been to Yosemite Park a few days earlier, and it was just like driving out of one of the tunnels there into Yosemite. Stunning. Really good ride. Doesn't go as fast as I thought it was going to. I thought it'd be a bit faster. Hmm. But but it's, it, it's, yeah, it, it's very test track kind of speed on the outside loop. I thought it was going to be, but it actually it's a bit slower. Okay. Um, I, I think somebody told me it was only in the 40s rather than 60-odd. Oh. It's just perspective. It, yeah. You know, Disney are good at messing around with all this perspective malarkey. Yeah. Um, I went on the other two rides in Carsland, the um, Radiator Spray... Oh, gosh. Luigi's Flying Tires. Luigi's Flying Tires, which is such a bizarre ride. 
seriously. Yeah, I know. It's just bonkers, um, but good fun. Um, don't walk across the walkway if the air's blowing if you're wearing a skirt, ladies or gentlemen, if you're wearing a kilt, because it will lift it up and your fellow guests will get a good view. Thanks for the tip, Ben. It's all right. <laughs> Um, and then I went on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, which was so funny. It's just such a silly little ride, but it's just hysterically funny because you just scooching side to side. And I saw these old grannies. They must have been about 75 on it, and they were just laughing their heads off. It was brilliant. Um, California Screaming. Yep. Obviously, we don't have that. Loved that ride. I've got a, a live ride along, so I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I'm going to share that on at some point on my show, and that's a really fun ride. <laughs> Nikki's Thun Wheel, for a yeah. girl who doesn't do heights, that was pretty good, and it is a bonkers fun wheel because you can either go on a stationary cradle or one that swings side to side, and seriously, at some points it looks like it's about to go 180. I thought they'd got rid of that. We we went on that. Is that the one? Yeah, where it the whole carriage is on like a like a slide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty scary. If you don't like heights. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but I went on it with this lovely family um, whose little three-year-old was really brave. So I thought, well, if she can do it, I can do it. <laughs> um, they have the Silly Symphony Swings all in this Paradise Pier area, and the Golden Zephyr which um, are quite good fun. And there's Goofy's Flying School as well in pa uh, Paradise, oh, Pacific Wharf area, sorry. And that's a really cool area to walk around at night time when it's all lit up and that's where they show World of Colour, yep. which, again, I blubbed over. Really have, cryy. Have, have you been to Paris? No. So you've not got to compare it against Dreams? I haven't got any comparison as yet because I won't, I won't watch Dreams on YouTube because I'm hoping I get the opportunity to go to Paris soon. Yeah, well, in that case, I won't spoil it. Well, thank you. Ha having, having done both, yeah, I, I can see why uh, World of Colour was given the big fanfare and was the show to watch. Um, but And they used the technology from that and the technology from maybe, Magic the Memories and You or Music the Memories and You or whatever it was like WDW mm -hmm. combine the two of them to make Dreams and yes so Dreams is something special that needs to, that needs to now go back across the parks again and be used but, mm. I don't think it does well I think, I think it's what I think that's every park should have something like that yeah so, although, I mean, the thing is, is like, they've got too many good things. Let Paris keep a couple of things. I'm hoping Ratatouille knocks it out of the park. Yeah. I yeah. really do. really do. Um, yeah, just, just, on, just while we're talking about Disneyland Paris, and because of an article I read the other day, um, you know our castle at yeah. Disneyland Paris has a uh, dragon underneath it? Chateau de la Belle au Bless you. Yeah. Um... What dragon? Whose dragon do we think that was? Oh, um, I can't even remember the story about it. But it's there, there, there were rumours that it was one of um, Merlin's or something. I don't know. 
No, you're right. I, I I completely thought that because it was Sleeping Beauty's castle, it was through Maleficent. Yeah, me too. I just assumed that. Yeah, but no, it's it's actually Merlin's dragon. Ah. Yeah. You know that dragon that everyone's really familiar with because it was featured so heavily <laughs> in a sort of stone. It's not Peach, like Maleficent. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been down there? It's definitely not Pete. It's definitely not, not Pete. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's too scary for Pete's dragon. <laughs> that, 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 that would be a... Yeah, I'm not sure whether that would make it dull or funny. <laughs> so, Michelle... Yes. When you were in the States, did you get to Giardelli's? And did, you, did you try some of that molten chocolate drink? <gasps> I, went, I went to the Giardelli's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I went to the Giardelli's in DCA. And I didn't have the molten hot chocolate drink, but I oh, had gutted. two Sundays. And a good tip is, is every time you go in to the Giardelli's, they give you a nice big sample of the chocolate. And the cast member changes every 30 minutes. So literally, you could, you could really get your money out of Giardelli going every 30 minutes and get a whole big bag of souvenirs. That's when I go. That's why when I go to downtown Disney, I take six hearts with me. <laughs> <laughs> and three pairs of sunglasses. But the, the big green, golden, red beanie hat with the black dreadlocks out the back. That's the one. Is, is that's the one le- of them. It's the least convincing, but still works. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think I get the presents for all the family coming back home? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do love a Sunday from here, uh, Delhi. Oh yeah, I know. It's one of the things going back to where I stayed this time, with it not being a Disney hotel. I didn't have the free soap and shampoo and conditioners to bring home as gifts for people, so I had to, I had to make it up on the chocolate and free park maps. <laughs> I've just told everyone what they're getting as presents now. Sorry, guys. Well, at least you, you apologise on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the main thing. Well, do you know what's coming up next, Michelle? What? Tell me. Well, you must know because you know you obviously listen to our podcast every every show. You're gonna do that thing I hoped you'd forgotten about. Yes. The quiz. That'd be it. Yes. Oh God. Are you braced? And ready. Yeah. Go on. Embarrass me in how little I know about Disney. Well, actually, I mean, it doesn't have to just be embarrassing you, because Craig's still around, isn't he? I'm here, yeah. I'm... Oh, he's awake. <laughs> there you go. Craig, Craig can have a go afterwards. I was just sorting all my M&Ms into the correct colour. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember to arrange those M&Ms in the alphabetical order? Yeah. Good. Craig, you want to come here? I brought home something like 87 bags of M&M's from every flavour. Oh. Coconut, birthday cake, almond, mint, pretzel, peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what makes me laugh the most is that, um, I don't know if you've ever, I hope you've never been here, Michelle, but in London we have M&M World. Yes, I've been there. Yeah, what a cack. They only sell two flavours. How yeah. ridiculous. What kind of world is that? It's a rubbish world. I yeah. went to Walmart world and I got every M&M flavour. But if you go to uh, M&M world in Orlando or Vegas or wherever, then you can get any flavour you want. I know. It's it's just... I, I blame our government because I'm sure they've got some strict food regulations saying that we can't sell things with too many calories in, like peanut butter M&Ms. And it was because of uh, Nigel Farage saying that he uh, despises the... Uh, 
prejudice against M&Ms, which is why I'm voting against him. <laughs> I think oh, that was one of his policies. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, so um, still no, reviews are available. Yeah, no, no getting out of it now. I've got, I've got the timer set and everything. Oh, heavens. I thought I'd talked too much about M&Ms then. I thought I'd just have to... Nick, I'm going to vote for the smarter party. <laughs> 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 All right, so... Our listeners can join in with this on the train while they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Shout out loud, man. I think you're good. Here we go. In Basil, the great mouse detective, who does Basil fight inside Big Ben? Pass. I haven't a clue. I've not seen in it. What, in which film do Anita and Roger Radcliffe meet? 101 Dalmatians. What natural sound provides a background for John Smith's first meeting with Pocahontas? The colours of the wind? I don't know. I'll sing it. <laughs> what exotic Atlantic island does Merlin visit for his 20th century water skiing holiday? Merlin goes... No, he shouldn't be going on an exotic holiday. He should be trying to get that sword out of that stone. It's been stuck there for years. It hasn't moved since uh, Jim Carcass had it out. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who does Hades send to destroy Hercules at the end of the film Hercules? Oh, I didn't watch that one because I wouldn't let the kids watch oh. it because it had a man with no top on. <laughs> Did it? Huh? Ooh. Could have been the other way around. What, a man with no bottom on? <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have let him watch that. Oh, there we go. I told you in, in, in The Little Mermaid, who accidentally kills Flotsam and Jetsam? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian? I don't know. Oh, fair enough. I'll take that answer. Yay. Who finally defends Quasimodo from the cruelty of the crowd he's fighting against? Well, the only other character I can think of is Esmeralda, so I'm going to have a guess at her. I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of films. Quasimodo oh, rings a bell. Taxi for Nolan. <laughs> I, I can't even say I've started to finish on that one. Oh, well, good. well, okay. Let's go through those answers. <laughs> those answers? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Army, uh, back I'm, in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's let's start with um, in Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Who does Basil fight inside Big Ben? I know Gosh. it. Go on, then. It's, uh, it's Ratigan. It is indeed. Yes. But that's a zero. In what film did Anita and Roger Radcliffe meet? You said 101 Dalmatians. Our audience said 101 Dalmatians. Yes! Ooh. I didn't get none right! Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. What was the next one? Um, yeah. What natural sound provides a background for John Smith's first meeting with Pocahontas? I believe you said the colours of the wind. Yeah. Waterfall? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I got bored after 10 minutes. I was going to say a beer, doing in the <laughs> Strangely enough, it was a waterfall. Oh. I got it right that time. Can yeah. I have the answer, Doesn't please? Count. I prefer Pocahontas' wind. <laughs> 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 
Remind, remind me to edit in a fart sound effect. <laughs> I don't have one to hand. I'm Give me a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does Hades send to destroy Hercules at the end of the film? Hercules. Um, it's the one-eyed monster. Whoa there. Cyclops. No comment. I thought I'd just kick that one up for a grade to head in. Oh, dear. Uh, what exotic island does Merlin visit for his 20th century water skiing holiday? He goes the to Isle of Wight. Close. Blizzard Close. Beach. I got it right, didn't I? Blizzard Beach. He goes to Bermuda. He comes back wearing Bermuda shorts. Uh, who kills Blotsam and Jetsam? It's the sea witch herself. Earth Stewart. Ooh. I prefer my answer. And uh, yeah, who finally defends Quasimodo from the cruelty of the crowd? You said Esmeralda. Esmeralda. <laughs> and strangely enough, by a process of elimination, you were correct. Yay, I got two. Dead good. At, at the end of that round, Michelle, you scored two points. Yay. <laughs> well done. That, that puts you in the top ten. Yay. We've been running it four weeks. It, it, look, I haven't slept since Thursday. I've been travelling all the way home from California. So if you'd have asked me questions I knew the answers to, I'd have got 10 out of 10. Good point. Yeah, I can't possibly argue so, against it. Basically, you've asked me the wrong questions. Not that I didn't know the answers. You asked the wrong questions. It's a woman's logic for you. <laughs> yeah. So I, so, I, yeah, so I asked the questions and you didn't get the answers right and I'm the one being told off for it. <laughs> Can I just check, am I married to you? <laughs> I've uh, had many husbands, darling, but you're not one of them. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I tell you what I did do in San Francisco. I bought a really cool T-shirt that says Forever Young and with my surname being young and it's got a picture of a Disney castle in the background as well so I'm going to wear that t-shirt every day now as a reminder not to get married again it didn't have the back poster from an awful Mel Gibson film no <laughs> no it didn't it had a cute Disney castle and it was a rip off Disney castle so it wasn't copyrighted I've got a t-shirt that says forever Michelle <laughs> <laughs> I've got a one that says just Michelle on Thursdays <laughs> in, in the right pubs. Oh. Only for serve tea. <laughs> anyway. Oh, special guest has just turned up in the mouse's head. It's Mr. Chris Speed. Hi, Chris. Good, good evening. How are you? Afternoon? Morning? Uh, yeah, wh whatever time it happens to be when we're pretending you just walked into the bar. That's that's it, yes. Yeah. <sighs> that door's a little stiff on the way in, yeah. you know? <laughs> keep, keep the pretense up. No one will know. <laughs> um... Right, well, you've po popped in because it's not an event we're having in the mouse's head, but it's an event somewhere else that we have been plugging for you guys over which the last been, week or so. Which has been much, much appreciated. We'll, we'll try a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll... Mouse meets. That's right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's back. It, it is. Um, we've probably got a few listeners who know mouse meets and a few listeners uh, who haven't got the foggiest idea what we're on about. So uh, let's, let's tailor it at that audience. Well, for the, for the start, I just need to clear it up. There'll be no pets there, and uh, there isn't any little mice in the corner that you can buy. Okay. Some people have been a little confused. It, right. It'll be a group of people, like ourselves, that are um, basically obsessed with Disney. 
Mouse as in Mickey, meets yes. as in all getting Meet. together and gathering. That's it. Yeah, there'll right. be no bowls, no, no, no keys no, no, in no. the middle, nothing right. like that. <laughs> right, so tell us about it. Right, so what it is, is um, <coughs> we've put on some live events, um, some live link-ups, um, and it's a lot of fun. We also have a visit to the cinema where we all get to see a private screening. We always try and make it a film that you've seen, but not necessarily seen in the cinema. Or seen with a bunch of other Disney nerds in the same yeah, cinema. I mean, I mean, I will admit, in years gone by, the pub has been very popular over these. And at the at the last one, uh, we had to decide on a different cinema because the toilets just weren't big enough. No one likes that. <laughs> there, was, there, was lots, there was lots of queues for the cubicles <laughs> from the uh, night before. Excellent move. I, I seem to remember being there. That's, that's right. We're not going to mention you the night before. We no, we all lost you, I think. Uh, we, we were busy being professional, doing a recording somewhere. Drinking as well, as well as us. That, that may have been the case, yes. Um, but, where is it this year? Because last, last year, well, the last time we had a mouse meets in the UK, we were in Birmingham. So that's right. So we've, 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 had, we've moved. We've moved. We've had three in the UK. First one was in Manchester. The last two were in Birmingham. Um, me, yourself and Alan, we decided to go back to Manchester this year. So it's um, on the weekend of the uh, 9th and the 10th, or 10th and the 11th, I can't remember now. I've had too, I've had too many drinks in this bar. Uh, you've, you've been propping it up whilst we've been that's, talking. Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, it's, it's a sat, Saturday and Sunday, and that's at the um, Thistle Hotel in Manchester. So right in the centre. Most importantly, next to Weatherspoons for cheap drink. Cheap, cheap slash watered down, but it all counts. When you're a cocktail drinker like me, Paul, you know, and you got the jug, doesn't matter. Quantity, not quality. That's that's the that's what it's all about. Excellent. Good job. I, I don't mind it tastes like jelly babies. So what's actually going on this year then? Right. So what's going on? So we're split into two days. <coughs> uh, we have some live things. We have some competitions. Have some quizzes. And um, this year we, we've got Never Mind the Dis Nerds, okay. which, Al, which Alan Hooper's going to be hosting. It's going to be a similar sort of quiz. To never mind the buzzcocks. We'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> a slightly irreverent quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be we're pleased to announce that we've got both the UK Disney mums, which is Emma Nicholson and Susan Farrell. Um, they're actually going to be the hotel question and answer session. Um, obviously, we'll do the a few usual questions: how you get on mums panel, which a lot of people know, but some people don't. But most importantly, we're going to be talking to them um, about what happens after you're on the panel. Is there any perks? Uh, is there any cheap deals? Do you get invited to do filming and so on? So that should be quite interesting. Um, I'm not sure if you're like me. I always got in the back of my head that I want to produce a, a book about Disney. <laughs> we, we all think about it. Well, I've, I've, I got, I've got the manuscript somewhere. I know a few people have done it, right? But I don't know many people have actually made any money out of it. <laughs> apart from one and that's a friend of ours over in the States Russell Flores I think he's been on your show hasn't he before yeah we know Russ yeah yeah well obviously yeah, you know the book uh, Seen Unseen Disneyland he's actually going to explain to us how he got the publishing deal how he sort of worked on it and um, then he's going to explain some of the bits of the book and why it seems to be so popular and it's actually gone into a second set of prints rather than most film in someone's garage do we, do we know anyone like uh, yeah, I, 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 I know a couple of people like that. 
still claim themselves to be authors, but uh, <laughs> well, it all counts. Yeah, we're um, published authors. That's, that's it, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've published a brochure before, but I'm not sure if that counts. <laughs> I pr- I did print it professionally on a laser printer, not not inkjet. If, it, if it's Microsoft Publisher, it's in the name, so yes. It counts. That's, that's, yeah, that's fine then. Yeah. Um, we could have a the live podcast as normal. Um, from the boys from Disney Brit, which I, I think it's me now, yeah. <laughs> um, this year, ever so popular every other years, has been the, the Disney quiz. We've decided to put a few sessions all the way through the event. All right. So, so you get your teams, and you start to uh, every you know, you know every couple of hours there'll be four or five questions. So, so I, I'm interested in what's going to be the difference between the, the never mind the Disney's and then a generic a general quiz. Well, the um, who, who have Disney... you got playing the Noel Fielding role? <laughs> well, this is where I'm not very good at explaining this because Alan has been trying to tell me all about it, and and then I've not actually watched it. All right, <laughs> but apparently it's going to be two team captains, and uh, it's obviously if it and a couple of teams, so there'll be different some points. Team captain answer that get three points, the team answer at two points, right. and the audience answer get one point. Okay, so. I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. I, that, that sounds like the sort of quiz rules I make up it, as I go it, along. It, it could be a lash-up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the first it's on the first day, so we should be uh, unhungover. <laughs> on the Sunday, loads of good things, and um, <clears throat> the cinema is slightly later this time, so it's a, we're going to have a performance, first of all, and that's where we're going to bring back your mouse cast. Oh, OK. <laughs> we're not sure if it's a good idea because, of course, we'll be hungover, if not still drunk. Are, are we talking the full Mousecast team? Is the Steve, full Steve, Steve, Steve as well, yeah. Way. I mean, uh, when we first put it in the brochure, uh, Adam said to us, he said, uh, what are you going to do? And I said, the first one I'm going to do is actually ask Steve. <laughs> but Steve, <coughs> Steve has agreed. He's looking forward to it. He's even going to try and turn his mic up. So, so that's going to start the uh, morning off. We're hoping that most people are going to stay in bed and just meet us at the cinema. <laughs> uh, over to the cinema. Um, and then the afternoon is mainly made up of sort of some live links. Yeah. Um, we've got a live link with the um, Ron Schneider, the original Dreamfighter. So that's a bit of question and answer session on the screen. Yeah. Um, we've got... Um, Another one with uh, Mover Day from the Imagination Movers. All right. So he's going to be up. He, uh, <coughs> they've got something coming up in the UK. Uh, been very kind to donate some stuff for the charity auction, which I'll talk about later. Um, and we're all going to have a guided tour, or we're going to guide the tour of uh, Magic Kingdom, mostly Fantasyland, with uh, Nick Larissio. We're planning to hopefully time it right to get a ride on the, um, obviously, the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train benefits of, of FaceTime or Skype uh, or whatever you yes, have to use at the time. And unlike previous years, now there's Wi-Fi in the park. <laughs> it might actually... What, they, can, they can go in buildings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, so that's all, you know, quite good fun. Um, one thing we have got is also um, Stuart Henderson. He's going to be doing a, a talk about pins. Not as in drawing pins, but as in uh, Disney pins. Something that I've never been into. But, I mean, some people are pretty serious about that. I, 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 yes. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm neither confirming nor denying the rumour. I'd, <laughs> I'd ruin, ruin any man cred I may have. I, I always remember my in-laws when they come one year and my father-in-law tried to stitch me up. Yeah. He tried to get my daughters into pins. He's going, I've bought you a couple. Start swapping them. By luck, they were too shy to swap and they've never touched them since. <laughs> so that has saved me an absolute fortune. I, I, I've got a... My oldest seven, she uh, she picked up a whole load of my pins that I had on a pin board and she put them on a lanyard and then put the lanyard around her neck. And after the first three minutes of walking underneath the station at Disneyland Paris... She was like down on her knees as this lead weight was dragging her down like a ball and chain. She went, I don't want to carry it anymore. It went in my camera bag and got away with it. I mean, some, some of the ones you see, I mean, that they must be heavy. Yeah, that's, that's gravity defying. They are always stooped over old men, really. They were. <laughs> I think that's what I chat to the young girls, really. Yeah, that, that sort of bending over. Yeah, what, what exactly am I staring at right now? Yeah, that's, that's right. it, yeah. yeah. So wait at the pins, nice, wait at the pins. Nice, nice pins. <laughs> oh, so, uh, I'm just checking through the list. I mean, there's obviously some important things that I have forgotten. You alluded to an auction. That's, that's true, yes. Um, as with all match meets, we have a charity auction. Uh, we've had loads of things donated. Um, I mean, some of the things my wife has already said, do you have to take that? <laughs> Unfortunately, we, we do. I mean, I mean, as I say, the Imagination Movers have donated a, a big lot of stuff, signed stuff, which is really nice. Some uh, signed artwork from them as well. Excellent. Has it already got Mark Peter's name on it? Um, that's true, yeah. I mean, last year he actually spent over a £1,000, didn't he? And we raved over £3,000 for Great Ormond Street. So. Fantastic. And well done. And obviously, thank you very much. Mark, but it's worth, yes. it's worthy of Mickey taking that level. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I mean, if I had done that, I'd be divorced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that they were, they were good, you know, good items. They were really worth the money. But, <laughs> but so what else have we got? Um, let's have a look down. Um, got a lovely mystery bundle which has been donated by a, a family, the Brook family, that actually come along. So that's quite good. Um, got some uh, cos. Costume items from uh, Zarzek. I'm probably pronouncing that all wrong. <laughs> Some uh, custom artwork uh, made for you personally uh, from Dave and Zunzun. Oh, that's wrong as well. But <laughs> so, You're just I'm, making names up now. I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be selling this event, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> Wait, I mean, apparently these are quite. According to Alan, you know, obviously he's yeah. a bit of a geek. Well, I just go there for the food. Yeah. Uh, these are good things. Excellent. Uh, we've also got some. Um, T-shirts from a company called Qwerty. I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever heard of them. What they do is they make limited edition T-shirts that they sell for 24 hours only. Wow. Um, I mean, I've got, I've got one myself, and they're mostly comedy ones. I've got a Simpsons one that has Ralph out the Simpsons riding a pony. Okay. It's in the similar pose of Ralph Lauren. All right. Okay. So they've got four of them. So they are very funny. But I mean, and they've also got some. Um, um, poster prints from uh, Rolly Crump that is donated yep. that have been donated by Bamboo for, um, Forest Publishing. Very nice. So you know, there's lots of things. I've, I've just realised I've actually forgotten the best bit well, of mouse beats. I, I, I think I'll edit that bit out for you. You haven't forgotten it. You saved it till last. Well, it's, it's true, and it's the bit that involves me. 
as, as you know, I've recently been to Butlins and they had a sing-along competition there. Like where people sing on the stage and they get the audience involved. And I thought, I know where this will work. Wasn't most meats, but we're going to give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> so, know, I know where this is going to work, but it didn't work there, so it's trying yeah, out yeah. the yeah. So this, this should be comedy gold. <laughs> Probably won't. The whole idea is that we will play a song. There'll be two team captains. Yeah. Uh, room split in two. If they know that song, they hit their buzzer that I still haven't made yet. <laughs> um, they'll name that song. And, and then sing it. No, they'll choose someone in the audience to sing it. Oh, 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 this... no, no, not by point, Nathan. We're going to give them a raffle ticket. And they're just going to call a number out and that person's going to have to sing the song. Off the top of the head or is there karaoke lyrics for it? Um, off the top of the head. <laughs> don't, don't, they're not going to be hard songs. That's all right, then. And we'll end it up with a group session of Let It Go. Oh. Somehow I had a feeling that would be there. Yeah. <laughs> Film that's it, stick it. it on YouTube, everyone else has it. I mean, I was going to say, there must be 10,000 versions on there. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, I feel sorry for the original person. She didn't make it into the charts and someone else did. I mean, as we as we as we poor, talk, poor, poor poor girl, I mean Adele Dazim. Yeah, yeah. As we as we talk, there's two songs from Frozen in the UK top twenty. <laughs> Which, I mean, I can build a snowman. Is one of them. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reindeers are better than people. Yeah. Is the other one. <laughs> Should go down as a classic. No one's covered that. I might have to do that. Definitely. I mean, one thing that we are doing differently this year's um, Mouse Meets is we're going to do a Disney bring and buy. Blue Peter is not going to be involved. You're not going to get a badge or no stickers. Um, what it is, is we've all got Disney stuff that we buy and we think, what did I buy that for? So the whole idea is you bring it along, there'll be a little form on top, uh, you put your price on there and someone else will buy it and just contact one of the organisers and we'll find that person for you. Actually, I've got a lot of things I send out, but that's a different yeah. use of the, of the language. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a pretty good idea, yeah. I mean, at one point, when we, the numbers were a little, little low, I started to look at my uh, wife's Jim Shaw collection. Uh, but she... I thought you were going to go down the route of your wife's Jim Shorts, and I'm thinking, please, <laughs> please don't go there on this podcast. No, de- definitely not. But she she seemed happy not to eat for a week and get rid of that. <laughs> I... Unfortunately, I'd say I'm unable to make it for this one, but if anyone was going and you are taking anything with either E or, or Tigger on it, I would spend a Mark Pitar sum of money <laughs> or be ordered to by my daughters. So That's that's it. I mean, um, <coughs> Alan's taken his wife and he was going to take the, his daughter, but he's decided against that. I said, because that would cost you a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, we are talking about the man who bought um, a black sack of cuddly toys last time. All right. So, um, yeah. you know, it'll buy, it'll buy anything. Yeah, dear, dear. Well, okay. Um, where can people find out a bit more information about it? Um, two places, really. It's uh, www.mousemeets, with an S on the end, .co.uk. Yep. Or if you search Mouse Meets on Facebook, there's a group on there which is 
mainly made up of people going. Uh, lots of conversations about it. Excellent. Well, we'll do our bit to plug it. And any of our listeners that aren't involved in that and haven't bought your tickets yet, get Come on. Get Come on. on. Go and get them. I need the cash. Yes, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Nick, myself, and uh, and Paul can't make it this year. Whereas we did do a live podcast uh, the last one, um, which is a shame. But we'd like some people to be up there representing for us. That's and, it. And, and I said Definitely. that in a down with the youth styling. We both know that we're far <laughs> too old to be down with the youth. Yeah, I don't know why I bothered with that. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Oh. Thank you very much for having me in this wonderful establishment. I'm, I'm sure you can. Uh, we'll have you back at some other point for a slightly longer drinking session. Oh, definitely. I'm a little, little disappointed that I've not been offered a pint yet, but, uh, you know. We're, we're uh, skint at the moment. That's, well, that's why I was hoping you were going to offer me one, because I'm definitely skint. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you very much. Um, much appreciated. Chris, yeah, speak to you shortly. Cheers. Um out of the the, uh, the pub singer's just warming his tonsil up for a bit because that's what he does um I think he's going to give us a rendition of When You Wish Upon a Star Oh, classic if the bucket's ready Talent is currently airing on ITV in the UK, and yet I think we're three weeks in, and I still haven't seen a pop singer make an appearance. Well, X Factor auditions are coming up shortly. I think uh, we should send him off. Must be, must be waiting for that. I'm, I'm, Maybe I'm, other voice. Yeah, I'm thinking of the voice because I yeah. see, <laughs> see four chairs sitting there going, "What the?" Uh, I would Definitely like to say. Got a voice. I would like to say other talent shows are available. But I I can't think of any. No, we, we, I think we just run through them all. Yeah. Just uh, for change. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, so so normally, following on from that bit, we go to our podcast question of the week. Yes. Um, who is responsible for asking tonight's one on Facebook? Oh, I don't know. I, I was particularly suicidal when I asked this question. <laughs> I did think it was a bit grim, right? To be honest. <laughs> And a little bit drunk. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the question being, thank you, Craig. Tonight's podcast question. We waste tens of thousands of pounds or dollars going to Walt Disney World during our lifetime. Why? What's the point? Marvin <laughs> um, <coughs> the paranoid android. Um, should I should I do that in a different voice? Why? What's the point? Oh, you sound like ER now. Exactly. Brain the size of a planet, Hollywood. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though. One thing that it did do was it coaxed my beloved wife Ooh. out of the woodwork. Um, she said, have you seen this question? <laughs> I went, I am not familiar with this question. And she responded. No so I'll start yeah. So Lindsay Brown said, it's not a waste! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation mark. 
Um, so there you go. That was hers. Um, I'll start as I mean to go on. Vicky Wells said that we got. <laughs> yeah. Um, and our favourite medic, Peter, yeah. said that the memories we make there are priceless. The money we spend to make them there is well spent and minuscule compared to what we get in return. And I think what we get in return is the memories, as everyone else seems to have alluded to. And, and this podcast. Yeah. And um, mine. And my podcast. Don't forget mine. Yeah, and Ricky Brigandi's podcast. And Richard. Disneyland Paris podcast. And Disney Brit. And you plug them all. Podcast. Um, although, talking of the Disneyland Paris dedicated to DLP, Mark Pichar answered. Did. With... We go to finance the production of Teen Beach Movie 2. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly why I'm trying to go to Disneyland Paris at which, least seven times this year. Which I completely neglected to mention in the news. That's now in the works. Really? It's been oh, greenlit. No. Oh, By the way, it's one seen this. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen Teen Beach Movie 1. seven times. Because I've only seen it the once, right? Oh, the um, soundtrack is phenomenal. If you like... If you like cat music... Um, Pop singer's probably a fan. Um, but uh, I caught this. We were... I, I think something crappy came on Disney Junior. I, I know how rare that sounds. It sounded like that could happen. But there was a cartoon on that Alice doesn't like, so we changed the channels, and, and it was on Disney Channel at the time. And it's very bizarre, and it, sound, it stars Barry Boswick. Who, um, those of you might remember from our good buddy Tim Curry's movie. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice uh, segue there, boys. Hey, you know us and segways. The only thing that we don't have about segways is segways. Yeah, it's, it's uh, that we have no idea how to ride them. Yeah, if you're we could do it for at least four. Um, Paul, do you want to read out some more comments? Yeah, I mean... Well, well, everyone else alluded to the memories. It's Stacey Brady. Not a waste. Best things in life are memories. Saying that, she hasn't been to WDW since 1997. So, wow. like I say, if we get our Kickstarter campaign, would you like to join us, Stacey? <sighs> Kevin, Curtis Allen. Memories. You're a long time dead. Which is almost as nihilistic as the actual question itself, isn't it? <laughs> I liked uh, Louise Waghorns, actually. Yeah. Answer. Fact, yeah. Don't fill in the gap there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just re- I realised, like, as I was saying it, it didn't come out right. Um, as an escape from the real world, a licence to be childish with other childish people and create priceless family memories worth every penny. And I think that is the point that we try and allude to a lot on this show, yeah. which is that you either get it when you're an adult or you don't. And uh, to be honest, I don't think there's anything wrong if you don't get it. But, you know, that doesn't yeah. mean that anyone else's opinion on that is invalid. And, and yeah, I mean, Jordan stuck two answers in there. His first one was, well, because. Yeah. Which, I, I was thinking, yeah, that's the same answer I gave. Because reasons. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but, yeah, seriously, they say money can't buy you happiness, but money can buy you a trip to Disney World, and that's pretty much the same thing. Am I right? Uh, yes, for Disney World. Your answer, Michelle, obviously, was very good as well. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd go for the M and M's as being the things that I'd smuggle twenty kilos back with. And no, that wasn't a reference to that other thing. At least, thinking, at least it's perfectly legal to smuggle in twenty kilograms of M and M's and still go through the green channel. To be honest, if I'd if I was actually able to make my trip to New Orleans this year, um, I would have probably been bringing back twenty kilos worth of Lucky Charms. So 
not because I like them, because I think they're rancid, but uh, the aforementioned wife does love them. So, And last but not least, uh, Rianne Redmond, you can't put a price on seeing a smile on your kid's face. And, you know, I, I think that's that's very true. You know, obviously, just becoming a parent for the first time, seeing your child smile for the first time melts your heart. And, uh, you know, when we took a Disneyland Paris the first time, she liked it's a small world, but, you know, she was still too young to really get most things. When we go back late this year, even though she'll still be quite young, I know that, you know, everything's going to really amaze us. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really nice point. And luckily, that was the last one. I think that ended on a really good note. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, Mr. Downbeat. But um, obviously, Mr. Boniface has got to wander the assassination money somehow. That's his reason. Yeah. Can't take it with me. Money laundering. Yeah. I can't take it with me and nor can my victims. Everybody else is a long time dead. <laughs> Other ways of earning income and money for holidays are available. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just think, I'm the kind of friend who would happily help you bury a hide a body. But just hey, I know a song you, about that. Just remember if you double cross me, I know how to hide a body. Oh, do, do we? Because I might need some help with that. That's the one. <laughs> But we'll uh, talk about that off there, if that's all right. There we go. Gentlemen, um, we're approaching time. So, really? Um, Again really, already? I know. Time just flies by and we have to stick to a, a rigid format to get on the radio now. Yeah. So, yes, it's true. If you want to listen to us on V24, it's now another podcast they play on V20. I can't remember what it is. Never mind. But we'll plug ourselves on V24 at least. And uh, us. We go on V24. Yeah. Oh, how convenient. So, yeah, so Disney well, Dream Girls. So as well as V24, where else can they find us? Well, there's obviously the 24. You can find Shut it up, in... Shut um... It's our turn first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's any excuse for Michelle to plug. Oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> with that. That was so <laughs> rude of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll spit M&M's everywhere. I would not spit M&M's out of my mouth. I would eat them like a lady. Like to stop the guys, outside. stop, leave, no, don't say it, <laughs> leave it, leave it. horribly wrong, I suppose, you Just drop well, it, Well, if you want to uh, find out more about us, and obviously after hearing this amazing show, I'm sure you will, you can visit our website at or email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. Or you can find us at Disney Dream Boys. Oh, no, sorry, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's our Christmas calendar. Sorry, we're on Twitter, at DizAfterDark, Facebook.com, forward slash DizAfterDark, and MiceChat.com. And YouTube, uh, Instagram, etc., etc., etc. Go on, Michelle. It's all right. You tell him to shut up. Yep. Inviting me on Michelle, talking about the chat. I haven't even been on your show yet. I know, I'm going to have, to have to invite you gentlemen over, but you're going to have to be on your best behaviour because the Disney Dream Girls is well behaved we'll some go, of the time. We'll go to the Disney Dream Boys room. So I'll, I'll just leave the two older guys to do it. I'll probably put my foot in it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the lovely Dis After Dark boys, you can also find us on V24. And you can find us in the iTunes Store and Stitcher Radio under Disney Dream Girls. We are on Twitter at DisDreamGirls. You can email us info at DisneyDreamGirls.com. We're on Facebook, like our Facebook page, Disney Dream Girls. And I think that's everywhere I can be found. 
I have it on good authority as well that obviously us boys, uh, when we fart, they smell like horrible things. So the Disney Dream Girls, they actually actual farts smell like Dole Whip. So um, <laughs> just I have had it on good authority. That's all I've. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just broken the radio. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, there you go. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you, Craig, for sitting quietly in the corner and just joining an occasion. Hang on a second. Chris, Chris got uh, quiz. <laughs> Craig got out of uh, joining the quiz. We'll have to get him back another time. And he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be yeah. he'll be back when he's slightly more awake. So it's Craig's <laughs> fault. I only got two out of ten then, as well as yours. Not My asking the right questions. I think it's more the fact that it doesn't look like you've ever seen a Disney film in your life. <laughs> I think that's your biggest downfall. You just didn't ask questions about the films that I like. Oh, oh apologies. Song of the South, Aristocats, Snow White, I'm Your Girl. Oh, three out, the uh, detective. Three out of 53 is not bad, I suppose. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. And that includes you, dear listener. Indeed. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you all next time. Good night. GGFM. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. person we're looking for is an aggressive drunken lout with the intelligence of a four-year-old and the sexual sophistication of a donkey. That describes us and we're out.